All right, here we go. Three, two, one. It is a brand new episode of Flyers Daily, and there was a lot of activity this summer, including the addition of our guest on this episode. He joins us right now, former LA King, current Philadelphia Flyer. It is Cal Peterson. Cal, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. How's uh, how's your summer been? It's been a, probably a bit of a whirlwind with getting dealt, and you don't just get dealt, but you go from the West Coast to the East Coast about as far as you can. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely a little uh, different summer. Some I'm, you know, not totally used to, but um, it's really exciting for me. Um, definitely very motivating. Um, you know, I getting getting to go to Philadelphia, I think was was something that I was really excited for, and I knew I was coming to. Uh, you know, such a first class organization. So um, it's something that I've been really excited for. Um, obviously, a few logistical things you have to handle. But um, but other than that, I mean, it's it's been a very positive and exciting summer. Let's go back, get to know Cal Peterson a little bit. You, you come from Waterloo, Ohio, Iowa, Ohio. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Iowa um, is, is what's the, the the hockey like out there as a kid growing up? And, you know, what is, what's the tier one programs like and all that? What was it like? growing up playing hockey out there? Uh, well, we have the USHL team there. So that was um, kind of, you know, that was my NHL, you know, for me growing up was always had a dream to play for Waterloo, um, played for the Blackhawks. And, uh, but, you know, as for the, the youth programs, um, you know, they're good. Um, you know, definitely more probably lower level. There wasn't a lot of AAA or anything. So I actually had to spend um, a lot of my kind of early teen years uh, commuting back and forth from Minnesota or Wisconsin to, to play, you know, higher level AAA, um, and kind of, you know, play with better players. And then, um, when I kind of got into the high school age, I, I had to go out to Chicago and play AAA there for a few years, um, before I was able to come back home and play for the Blackhawks. But, um, it was kind of nice. I mean, I feel like mostly, you know, guys kind of in that situation, you know, stay at home until they have to leave and go, you know, to juniors. But, I was kind of the reverse. I had to go out for a little bit and then come back home and got to play. So uh, I was really fortunate in that regard. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of an unorthodox, you know, sort of upbringing when it came to hockey development. But um, I don't think I'd have it any other way. You know, every time I talk with a goalie or we have these interviews or conversations with goalies, I'm a goalie as well. Everybody knows that there's usually a couple boxes that you check that end up putting you in net. Sometimes it's an older brother, love of the equipment, but yours is a little different. Maybe it's not, but your dad was a goalie and dad was a goalie. Did he, did he want you to be a goalie? Cause my kid plays, I have a, I have a 16 year old kid and I didn't want him to be a goalie. <laughs> and at first he wanted to, and I said, you got to learn how to skate first and you got to play forward. And he scored a couple goals, never wanted to get in the net. Yeah. But what, what was the, like from dad who was a goalie uh, to you as a goalie? Yeah, so I mean, I started as a as a forward, played a little forward, played mostly defense um, for like the first couple of years that I, you know, played high, house league and into mites and so on. Um, and then, like, I really liked the gear, obviously, as most goalies yep. do when they start, and uh, really wanted to try it out. And he he didn't like the idea at first, so it was actually my mom that was that was uh, you know my biggest proponent for you know just letting me try it out. And, um, I think the first game that I played, it was back when I don't, I don't even know if they still do it anymore, but you know, we used to play with those lighter blue pucks. And yep. so, I mean, the goal just racked up and, 
Um, you know, I think I let in seven my first game or whatever. And I, I don't think my dad thought that that was, la- it would last too much longer after getting a little bit exposed, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just kind of stuck with it. Um, still love the game. I mean, obviously with him being a goalie, um, it's a special bond that we have. Um, you know, he obviously understands what it go. you know, what it means to, have the really high highs that you do as a goaltender and also, you know, some of the lows and the challenges that you have. So um, having them in my corner has been, has been, you know, a huge reason why I've been able to make it this far. And, and, you know, he's my best friend and obviously, you know, being able to go through this with him um, has been really special for the both of us. Oh, that's awesome because he sees the game through the cage, through the goalie mask as well. Still. Um, let me ask you when you first played a lot of times when you play in house leagues, everybody shares the goalie equipment and they get in there for a game. Did you catch left when you first played? Cause you catch right now. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think I first started playing baseball and that's, that's the thing like, uh, you know, you never know, really know when you're a kid, you know, cause they're all uncoordinated, but I just remember, I think my dad got me a, a, a righty glove and I was trying or a lefty glove, I guess. And I was trying to throw with my right hand and, was just <laughs> it was just so bad at it and um and i think at the time he was like oh you know i got a terribly unathletic kid now and then and then again i started kind of just throwing with my left hand and was throwing a little bit more gas and so i think after that that was before i played goalie and then so i knew that i think when i started goalie i was gonna have to you know do the the catcher and blocker on the other hand but um i think i was able there's a local sports shop that had a different side so i was able to try that out um, but no, I never had to, uh, never had to reverse hands when I was younger. Um, did, was that a right catching goalie or was he a left? He was normal. So I always get confused whether it's, if I'm a lefty or I'm a righty or I don't get it, but, uh, but yeah, he was just a normal catching. So, um, yeah, it's just my sister and I that have sort of this, this weird left-handed, uh, little thing there. That's your that's your dominant hand. Um, yeah. You went and you went and played for Topeka in the North American League. Was the plan for you always to go play D one and play college? You know, you talk about your coming up and out of Iowa and traveling all over Chicago and Wisconsin to get high level hockey. You go to the North American League is a, is a great feeder system to D one schools. You end up at Notre Dame. Was, was that always the plan for you? Yeah, I mean, I actually only played one weekend with Topeka is when um, I was with Waterloo as an affiliate and was like the third goalie when I was like 16 or I think 16 and they just had me go down for, for like three games or whatever, one weekend. And, um, I think they were asking me to, to stay for the rest of the year, uh, cause I had a decent weekend, but, um, I went back up to Waterloo and I think I played, you know, seven or eight games that year. And then it was full time in Waterloo, uh, in the USHL for, you know, the next two years. And then, um, yeah, shortly after that, um, you know, I was able to, I had a few, uh, few different visits lined up. Um, and Notre Dame was actually my first and, uh, went there on an unofficial visit and, and just got showed around and, um, you know, told my dad and my mom right after that, I was like, I'll commit right on the spot. Cause I mean, I checked every box that I want. And he was like, you know, why don't you think about it on the ride home? And when, you know, it was like six hours, I guess, drive and, right when I got home, I, you know, didn't even leave the, the driveway. I said, Hey, I'm, I'm calling coach Jackson. I'm, I'm committing here. Like, this is, this is my spot. So I feel like I kind of knew it right away, whether it's just, you know, something I was enamored with or just kind of the right feeling, but you know, I knew it was, it was the spot for me when I got there. 
Yeah, it's such an impressive campus and traditions there and everything else. It just kind of you feel it in your belly and you end up at Notre Dame as you go through your collegiate career. You know, that's at a time, Cal, when you're approaching your draft years where all these albatross goalies come into the league. They're all six foot eight and they're all saying, well, you got to be this huge guy to be a, a goaltender in the NHL. The smaller ish guys like you're six, one, six, two. Um, you know, that that's a, a tougher putt to get into the league at that point. Did that worry you in any way that you weren't like this six, seven goaltender, like a Ben Bishop? And you see guys, you know, like Pecorino, these enormous guys that can move and you're a little bit smaller. You're going, is this, did you hear that size would be an issue for you at all? No, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't ever too worried. Um, you know, for me, I always felt like my strong suit was my skating. So. Um, and that's always where I felt like those bigger guys kind of lacked was, was the skating aspect of it. And so, um, you know, I, I definitely fashioned myself kind of around, you know, six, two, six, three. So, I mean, I feel like I still have a little bit of size. Um, but I think really my strength is, is the skating part. And, um, you know, that's how I think some of these guys like, you know, Shesterk and Saros, you know, guys that aren't six, five, six, six are able to be so, um, so good is they're able to get to their spots and be, you know, in the same place that, you know, maybe a, a bigger, slower guy that can get away with, you know, pucks just hitting them. But, um, you know, I think it takes a little bit more of a dynamic, you know, ability skating wise to get in these positions, but that was always something I was confident in. So I, um, you know, I think right now it's, it's, it's honestly looking at those bigger guys and seeing how well they fill the net and, and trying to implement a little bit of that into my game. Um, as well as, you know, continuing to, to skate well. When did you really start working on 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 the skating, the edge work, and, you know, be able to, to beat the pass, get set and square? I, I've always said this, you know, so much of the position is if you get to your spot, they'll hit you a lot of times if you're in mm -hmm. the right spot. And really good goalies sometimes aren't, you know, dramatic in the way they make saves. A lot of times the dramatic saves come from overplaying a situation. And when a guy's just eating pucks like a Hoover vacuum into his logo, it's because he's in the right spot because his skating is excellent. When did you develop that aspect to really work on that to take your game to the next level? Uh, definitely as, at an early age. Um, you know, that was one of the things, you know, sometimes having limited ice time um, or, you know, a huge family commitment, obviously, to getting this ice time. It was always kind of a, a rule for me to make the most of each ice time session that I did. So, I mean, I was constantly working whenever I had free time on my skating. Um, you know, I was able to have a few goalie coaches early on that really harped on skating. And, and I think that really developed that skill. And, um, you know, it's something that I consistently work on, you know, 20 or 30 minutes before every practice. You know, I think it's a skill that can never be good enough. Um, and so it's, it's always just been kind of a thing for me that, that was always, you know, a habit of continuing to work on my edge work, work on my skating and never let, you know, that be something that fell through the wayside. But it definitely was something that was developed, you know, early on and, and you know, the habits have kind of stayed with me, you know, yeah. moving forward. The funny thing is it's not one of the more fun things to work on, but when you get into a game and you're working on it, like you feel it, it's your, your efficiency of movement. It pays dividends when you play. Let me ask you about influences. Who influenced your game? Um, is, is it another right catching goalie, uh, you know, guys that you watched, you know, growing up or, you know, when you got into college and then in the pro game, you know, goalies, we take everything from everybody and we try to put our own mark on it and, and the way of utilizing save selection and positioning or depth or whatever it is. 
who were the guys that influenced Cal Peterson's game? Um, I mean, coming up, um, you know, definitely when hockey started to get a lot more serious and I was looking at different NHL guys, um, it was probably Tuka Rask. And that was a guy that I really loved, you know, again, a phenomenal skater, um, a Finnish goalie. So he had tremendous hands and he was very active with them. Um, and, you know, I just felt like he had a great knack for, you know, when he had to use his body and block and when he had to use his kind of dynamic skating ability and flexibility to, to make saves that, um, you know, nobody else could make. So, I mean, he was a guy that I really liked um, kind of moving up through the ranks. And I know he's, I know he's retired now, um, you know, but he was, he was somebody that I definitely watched all through the draft process when I was coming up, you know, USHL college. Um, and, and again, just think he's a great, you know, great guy to emulate and definitely one of the, the more underrated guys, you know, kind of during that period. Were you a skate inside the post guy like Tuca? Nobody sealed the post better than him because that skate was about a foot inside the post. Yeah. Not skate on post. Yeah, he was a big, uh, yeah, he was a big shin on post guy. And I think I used that quite a bit when I was like in the USHL and a little bit in college. Um, I've moved to uh, a little bit more skate on post now, but um, you know, it's a skill because obviously it's, it's such a small target. And, you know, during the chaos of the games, you can't always have that perfect seal, you know, skate on post. So I think it's, it is good to, to develop that skill, you know, when I was trying to kind of copy him with that shin on post. So whenever, you know, things go a little bit wrong, I can still, uh, still revert back to that, uh, that old skill. It was amazing how he could push out of that position too. Yeah. Somehow without the skate on the put, like he could still get out of it and get out on a, you know, something in the high slot or something like that. It, it was amazing. What, what was it like in a LA with a playing with a guy like quick, because like, I don't know how that guy's going to be able to walk when he's 50 because of the way he moves in there, but he's just such a freak and such a competitor. Um, but your goalie partner, a lot of times will have an effect on you as well. You know, seeing how they, you know, handle themselves, like practice, how they prepare and, and the way they play the position, how much did a guy like Jonathan Quick, great American goalie, have on you? Yeah, I mean, he's a huge influence. Um, you know, obviously coming in, he's, he was a guy that I've really looked up to. You know, he's accomplished a lot of the things that I want to accomplish, you know, as a as a goaltender and especially as an American. And so um, that was always really cool. And, and I, you know, everybody obviously talks about his, his, how competitive he is. And I think that, you know, elevated – each other in practice. Cause I mean, we were always striving every practice to let in, you know, least amount of goals as the other guy, you know, whether it's in drills or games or anything like that. I mean, we were always battling to the last puck and, you know, I think there was some times that we, you know, maybe should have backed it down a little bit and, <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, you know, worried about ourselves a little bit, but, um, you know, I mean, he is such a great guy. Um, you know, we have a close friendship, you know, still keep in contact to this day. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was, he was in huge influence. I think just watching him too, you know, the way that he battles his flexibility, his reads, you know, added kind of a new level of, uh, you know, kind of dynamicism in my, in my game that, um, I've been able to kind of throw out a little bit here and there. So he definitely added a new level in my game being with him. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Cal, you know, in LA your last year, it wasn't your best year. Are you looking at this, you know, new situation with the Flyers as, as a really good opportunity to reset and, and, and kind of get everything back on track. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, last year was obviously kind of a funky year. Um, you know, I, I, I 
look at it as like, you know, really excited to get a fresh start, um, some fresh eyes. Um, and I just think it's, it's a great opportunity with, you know, a great staff, um, a great goalie coach and, and just really excited for it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think I learned a lot about myself, um, on the ice, off the ice after, you know, going through some adversity last year. And, um, I really think it's only going to make me better moving forward and, um, really feel like I have a lot more to show, um, you know, the flyers and the league and, and being able to establish myself as, you know, the goalie that I think I can be. Talk about what that's like when you go through those crises of confidence and, and, you know, as a goalie, you're the last line. I've always said, you know, the reason why the position is so difficult is because when you stop pucks, yeah, you get applauded, but it's what you're supposed to do. If one gets in a red light, uh, you know, a red light goes off and, you know, the crowd cheers when you're on the road for your, for what is perceived as a mistake. And, you know, when you're having that crisis of confidence, how is that mentally on and off the ice for you to kind of deal with? Because mentally strong is it, that that's the position, right? And to, to overcome that within a season is difficult at times because it can snowball on you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, you know, obviously something that, you know, even the best goalies go through throughout a season. I mean, you're going to have times where, you know, nobody can beat you. You know, there's, there's not a game that you can't win. And then there's times where you're, you're, you know, legitimately feel like you can't stop a beach ball. And, and I think that's just part of, part of the, the ebbs and flows of the season. So, you know, I think anytime you can mitigate, you know, how high the highs are and how low the lows are and continuing to just keep that consistent, you know, kind of track record throughout the year. I think that's what is a really important thing. But, um, you know, again, for me, I think it, it, it's more so just getting back to trusting myself, doing the things that I know are, are successful. And, um, you know, I think there was times last year I tried to overanalyze the game, overanalyze my game to see, you know, if there was something I was missing that, you know, wasn't helping me with the, the kind of success that I thought, you know, I should be having. But, you know, again, I mean, every everybody goes through these hard times, um, you know, and, and I think everything happens for a reason. So, you know, it led me to have this great opportunity. So I'm going to take full advantage of it. New opportunity to come some enthusiasm. Did you make sure you still sit off the ice this summer as long as you could? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty tough. I mean, uh, uh, you know, after the season, obviously I was lucky enough to, to go play world championships with Team USA. And, you know, again, looked at, looked at that like a, you know, a really important time and, and a fun way to play some meaningful hockey after the year. And, and obviously anytime Team USA calls, you know, I always find it, um, you know, kind of a, a, a yes, regardless of the situation. So I was able to play a little bit of hockey, you know, into late May, but, um, you know, I was still able to take a little bit of time off, but I was definitely super excited to, to get to work and, you know, to get out to Philadelphia for a little bit and, and meet everybody and get my feet wet, um, you know, and then get back to Minnesota here and, and uh, keep training and pushing towards the end of the end of the summer. But um, it's definitely, it's, it's kept my enthusiasm high, uh, more than most here. So it's an exciting time. Um, when are you coming in for, to get ready for camp and everything? Is that beginning of September start, you know, the captain skates getting on the ice with the boys and kind of develop those relationships uh, a little bit further. Yeah, definitely. Um, planning on getting in early. Um, you know, like I said, just want to get comfortable with the area, um, comfortable with the guys, um, uh, you know, the few that I've met so far have been awesome, you know, extremely welcoming. Um, the staff has been awesome. The coaching staff, you know, all the way up, you know, with with uh, 
with Danny and, and Keith Jones. I mean, those guys have been awesome and extremely welcoming as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can't, uh, I couldn't be more excited to get out there and, and, you know, really connect with everything. And, um, I think it'll be good to just feel comfortable as, as training camp rolls around. No doubt. Cal, this was awesome, man. I, I know the people are going to be really happy to get to know you here in Philadelphia. Enjoy the rest of the summer as best you can, man. And uh, we'll see you when you get in town in just a couple of weeks. It's not that far off. I know. I know. Well, I really appreciate you having me on. You know, I couldn't be more excited. So thank you very much. Beautiful.